welcome uh, to episode uh, 200, I was about to say 400 then, episode 216 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is, um, it is Saturday, people, uh, Saturday the 29th of May, 2000, 2021. Um, and uh, uh, it is the weekend, people. Thank fuck for that. Uh, he says, taking a uh, taking a slurp of Coca Cola, other sugar based, uh, unhealthy drinks that um, steal water, uh, and the water supply from uh, poor people are also available. Um, no free advertising there. Um, Hey man, why are you why are you drinking Coca Cola, man? You know what they do. You know what they do. Yeah, I just just fucking like the taste of it. Is that all right? Is that okay with you? Is it? You know all the plastic they use and all the water supplies. They, yeah, I just still like the taste of it though. Um, anyway, um, don't have to repeat on you the old Coca Cola though, don't it? Hey, go for the best. If you're gonna have a um, uh, a soft drink. Uh, a carbonated soft drink um, that steals the water supply from poor people. Why not go for the biggest brand in the world? You know what I mean? All the others are pretenders. Just go for the biggest one. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That ought to be their advertising slogan. Hey, you know this is not very good for you. And you know how we treat poor people in poor countries and steal their water supplies. But hey, we're the biggest. Go with us. We're the biggest for a reason. Um, drink Coke just comes up at the end. Um, yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, I hope you're uh, all doing well out there. It is the weekend. I've got a few uh, um, few fucking plans after today. Um, tomorrow, I am going on holiday. Fucking hell, yes, we can do this. We're allowed now, people. We're allowed to venture out, have a route around, have a bit of a nose around somebody's other patch where they're living. Um, so, yeah, I'm going on holiday tomorrow. So uh, I'm, I'm getting all ready for that. I'm a little bit excited, to be perfectly honest, even though if I am camping. <laughs> ah, it's quite nice, though, um, where we're going. Uh, hey on why. Uh, they usually have like an artsy, fartsy, fucking middle class, fucking wank fest of a festival down there. Um, but uh, this year, just due, due to the COVID, um, that has been more or less cancelled. So basically what we're doing is uh, um, uh, usually it's like the girlfriend's family hire out a um, like a cabin sort of thing in the woods, and um, then you're allowed to camp on site. So we camp on site. Um, we've been relegated to the tent <laughs> um, for a couple of nights. Uh, there's a nice stream, nice river down there. You can have a little walk through the woods and shit like that. So um, uh, yeah, and just have a bit of a chill out. So. Um, it's quite nice. There's nothing like the old English countryside, even though this hay on wire is in Wales. But, you know, we, we fucking own that shit anyway, don't we? Yeah. That's English, British countryside, I should say, shouldn't I? You know, be be a, 
bit more inclusive, Ben. Um, so, uh, so yeah, it's out there in the woods and uh, down, down by the river, don't you know? There's some fucking guy fishing and oozing shit, whatever they do, uh, however the song goes. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm all excited about that, really. Well, you know. It's about, you know, it's like anywhere in this country, it's going to be like a three, four hour drive down there and um, no doubt get stuck in traffic. No doubt the weather will be shit and um, we'll get rained on. But at the moment, the weather is all right and the weather down there is all right as well. So hopefully it'll hold. I think I'll come back Tuesday, maybe possibly Wednesday morning. I think maybe Tuesday afternoon, Wednesday morning. I don't know. I don't know. See how, see how long it takes me to get pissed off. I always find it difficult to um, plan. Usually if you're going abroad or something like that, you know, you're going somewhere warm, uh, you know what you're going to pack. You know, you're going somewhere cold, you go New York in February or something, you know you're going to need a fucking jacket or whatever. Going on holiday in this country, even in the summer, you need to pack shorts, T-shirts, flip-flops, Arctic coat, uh, rain gear, umbrella. You need to cover all bases. Um, I think this is the thing this year as well. Um, you know, like everyone's going on holiday in uh, England this year. Everyone's staying, you know, local with a staycation. Um staying uh, because obviously we can't travel abroad or anything, but um, this is something that happens every year anyway. So it'll be quite nice. I quite like mooching about, you know, I like a campfire, having a beer around the campfire and sh- and shit like that. It's nice. And even if the weather's nice about eight, nine o'clock in this country, it always fucking gets cold. Um, so um, it's just packing for what you need to go away in it. You know, like you need a car full of shit. Just to, um, just to, uh, um, you know, eke out every eventuality that you need. Um, but anyway, uh, that's something I'm looking forward to. So obviously, the next, uh, the next podcast I'll be doing will probably be like either Tuesday night or Wednesday, and I'll give you a fucking update on my holiday, what I've been up to, getting away. Look at me. I always find it a little bit hard to switch off. You know what I mean? On holiday, it takes me a little bit of time just to get into it. And just when you're getting into it, it's time to come home, isn't it? But at least um, Hannah and everybody's everybody's going down on the Saturday anyway. So at least everything will be set up. I turn up on the Sunday, uh, Sunday afternoon or something, I'm going down. So I'll leave in the morning. I'll probably get that down there in the afternoon. Um, I think it's only about 150 miles or something, but it's going to take fucking ages to get there because it's a windy, shitty roads and, you know, there's not many motorways that side of the country, so uh, it's going to be windy. It's, it's That's the worst thing you see when it says it's like 35 miles to your destination and your sat-nav says it's like an hour and a half and you're like, oh, fucking hell, this is going to be shit roads. Um. But anyway, let's not put a downer on it already. We haven't even been yet. Um, let's stay positive, stay excited. This is going to really do you good, Ben. This is going to do you good. You'll be able to get away from it all, relax a little bit, have a... Yeah. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, the place is nice anyway, so like I've been before, so it should be all right. 
Um, anyway, let's get on with what's um, uh, what's been going on. I tell you what, I did watch. Um, I don't know if this is an old documentary. I think it's an old documentary, but I saw a program on it. Um, uh, uh, it was called The Boy Who Can't Forget. It's like a documentary. Um, the guy has got hypothermia. Um, hypothermia? Is that right? People out there? Is it? Hypothermia, which is a condition that leads to people to be able to remember an abnormally large number of their life experiences in vivid detail. You think I'm narcissistic, people? What about these guys? Um, I think it was a Channel 4 documentary, and I um, I think it might have aired, like, ages ago. Um, but um, it's, it's, it's about a kid, and I think this might be a follow-up one that I watched. Anyway, I, I ought to be more specific. It's about a kid. Uh, um, Aurelian, his name was. Uh, it's just, it, it says it's just one of a handful of people in the world who are baffling scientists with their ability to recall an incredible amount of their lives. Like, you give a date, like the 15th of fucking March 2003, it says here. Oh, and he'll be able to tell you what he was wearing, what he, what he, um, what the weather was like, you know, and all that sort of shit. It's almost like a fucking, you know, an exact memory for that day. I don't know how, I don't know how important that is, really. And everybody's saying this is an amazing, I don't know, man. You know what I mean? Everybody's saying this is an amazing you know, thing, and, uh, and th- yeah, it is, but practically speaking, you know what I mean? Now we've got Google, practically speaking, you know, what was the weather like on, you know, like the, the 9th of June, 1998? Oh, it was uh, cloudy and overcast, and then it um, brightened up a little bit later on. Okay, what, what are you going to do with that information? I don't know. I mean, it is amazing, you know, but you could also just be making it up, couldn't you? What did you have for breakfast on uh, on the 18th of September uh, 2012? Um, I had beans on toast. Okay, what are you, you going to do with that information? How do you know you had beans, you know you had beans on toast? Oh, I have beans on toast every day. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I'd love that. What were you wearing on the uh, 23rd of April, um, 1990, uh, 1992? Uh, I was wearing uh, a blue T-shirt and uh, a red shorts. How do, how do you know that? Because my parents only bought me a blue T-shirt and red shorts. I was like fucking, you know, I only ever wore one, one outfit. I was like Peter Griffin out of the Family Guy. <laughs> what are you wearing? Green trousers and a white shirt. Um, let's have a little bit more. Uh, um, let's let's support this dwindling company, Coca Cola. Ah, uh, dear. Yeah. So um, I don't know. It's it's amazing watching the documentary and. Um, 
just seeing somebody with that sort of uh, that sort of memory, there's you know, it shows the potential of the human brain. You know what I mean for for the amount of information that it can hold when it locks into something fucking specific. You know, and the the recall and the memory of of this guy is like, you know, it's fucking fascinating watching this because obviously we I struggle to remember, you know, what I did last week. You know, I wouldn't be able to tell you what I had for breakfast last week. Um, but it's just uh, it's it's fascinating um, the capacity uh, that the human brain has, but. You know, is it that, you know, these days, is it, you know, it's like people who can remember, I know, every service station and train station in the country. I could name it. Really? Well, I can Google that, mate. You know what I mean? I'm not sure that's a great use of your, you know, it's got to be some sort of autistic thing, hasn't it? Um uh, it says here, uh, the documentary explores the recently discovered phenomenon known as super autobiographical memory. It will look into the theories of scientists trying to unravel the mystery in the UK and the US, the lives of seemingly ordinary people who appear to have extraordinary power we had no idea humans could possess. Um, it is fascinating. You know what I mean? Anything like that is fascinating, isn't it? Anything out of the ordinary. Um, but I don't, you know. I don't know what sort of practical applications that could have. I know I'm thinking, you know, is the guy a genius because he can remember, you know, he had hash browns like 18 years ago on a specific day. Does does that make him a genius? I don't know. And it's all about the interesting thing is it's all about their own life, what they've done. You know what I mean? I mean, there's there's bits they're they're putting in bits about history and stuff like that, and obviously the weather. Um, that was a big one. What the weather was like that day, but um, you know, um, I don't know. I just it's fascinating. It's one of those things that it's fascinating to watch, but afterwards you've got a lot of questions. Thinking, what is what is the point of that? Why would Somebody need to know that. They've obviously, you know, they, they can just recall it in a moment's notice. And it's it's fascinating. And then there's the other part of you going, are you sure you're not bullshitting now? I know they can't get away from the weather, but they could do, couldn't they? You know what I mean? Oh, well, you said it was raining on this day. Um, it wasn't raining on that day. It was really warm. Oh, I wasn't, I wasn't on about here. I was on about Scotland. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Ah. You're living in Wales, or what was the weather like six years ago last Tuesday? It was raining. <laughs> Where do you live? Wales. Well, yeah, exactly. It's raining every fucking day there. Or Manchester. Manchester always seems to be fucking raining. Every time I go up there, it seems to rain. Um, fascinating uh, documentary, though. I think it is about, like, it says here it's 2012. So, um,. It's, uh, uh, I must have been late coming to the party of this, or it must be an uh, an updated one. 2021, or they must have just, you know, um, Aurelian Heyman, here, here, here's the guy. 
the 20-year-old from Cardiff is only a handful of people in the world with hypothermesia, uh, a highly autobiographical memory. That's, you know, is it possible someone remember everything? Take English literature student at Durham. Yeah. What's he up to now? I wonder. Um, is it everything he's remembering, though? Is it possible someone remember everything? What's the earliest memory you can recall? The, the earliest, the earliest main memory I can recall um, is splitting my chin open when I went over the handlebars of my bike. I must have been about four or five years old, I think. I know, people. Uh, I know. That's a bit. I must have been about 13, 14. <laughs> Maybe I'm just not that observant or just don't really give a shit that much. You know what I mean? About the details in life. I must have forgot fucking loads of shit. Um, it's like when people remind you of things that happened, isn't it? And you've got no memory of it whatsoever. You know, oh, do you remember when we did this? Oh, I have no recollection. I have that at gigs. Like when, when I'm gigging with people and uh, they say... Oh, yeah, because the last time I saw you was like 18 months ago. Do you remember that gig downstairs at that place? And you're like, I have no fucking idea what you're on about. But I just, well, yeah, I I, I agree and go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing, because I don't want them to know that I, you know, I don't remember that gig at all. My memory is fucking awful. I can remember material. Jesus, that Coke's repeat. Nobody says that about Coca-Cola as well, do they? Coke, the choice of a new generation who want to fucking burp every five minutes. Is that it? Oh, no, that was Pepsi, wasn't it? Anyway. Uh, yeah, nobody says that, do they? Like about, like, uh, um, that they fake memories, you know, because they don't want people to think, oh, Jesus Christ, is he losing his fucking mind or something? It's only 18 months ago. We're downstairs in that cellar and we're, you know... And they had the orange mic cord. Do you remember that? No, no, I haven't, you know, I'm not fucking, you know, Rain Man. I don't take everything in. Usually I'm that knackered when I get to a gig. I do the gig, leave the gig. And as soon as I fall asleep, it's like um, 51st dates. I just fucking forget everything and start afresh. My brain seems to reboot every time I have a sleep. I have to write shit down. Because I know if I fall asleep and wake up again, I'm never going to remember it. If I think of either an idea or something I need to do in the morning, I need to write that shit down. I've even made it, and I mean write it down on a bit of paper, not even even on a phone, because I'll forget I've made the fucking note on the phone. And then I'll go into my notes like about a week later and then find this note. And go, oh, shit, I should have done that last week. I need to physically write it on a piece of paper so I need to see it. It's, it, it, it. I think it's because I sleep so deeply. My brain sort of like resets itself. Maybe these people aren't um, <clears throat> sleeping that deep. 
how memories work here is how memories work the brain is a complicated organ and studies about it shows uh, how it works change every year concerning how the brain stores memories scientists know that memories are stored throughout many brain structures in the connections between neurons short-term memories like your hotel room's number is stored in the prefrontal lobe short-term memories become long-term ones when the neurons and synapses reach the hippocampus my hippocampus, I think, is just a barren island. Just got no connections since after the age of about, like, 15. Uh, here, deep in the brain, the hippocampus takes simultaneous memories from a single episode and stores it away. This way, when you remember a dinner party that happened 10 years ago, you'll recall it all versus this, it all versus the smells, sounds, and sights as separate memories. Interesting. That is interesting. (coughs) (coughs) Jesus, sorry about that. Um, Fucking coke, man. Uh, Let's let's try and clear our throats a bit. Yeah, um, I think my hippocampus has just got no neurons, no connections. It's just like an island floating on its own, gradually getting smaller and it, it being eroded by the waves of time. My long-term memories are just gradually eroding until it's just like fucking just a small rock. By the time I'm about 80 and I've just got like two memories left. And they're probably fucking, you know, what I choose to remember rather than what actually happened. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, it's fascinating, though, people with uh, those sort of memories. It's like the guy with the uh, who got, uh, who got um, banned from all the casinos and stuff like that because he could remember, like, you know, 12 fucking full decks of cards or something like that. Why would you tell... If you could do that, why go on the Guinness Book of Records... Why not just go to, like, every casino everywhere for, like, a year and just clean them out completely? And then you go on the Guinness Book of Records, didn't you? I remember that um, card memory guy. What was his name? Card memory. Ben Pridmore, is that it? Former memory champion. Is that the guy? Uh, I don't know. Uh, three-time world memory champion, winning in 2004, 2008, and 2009. <laughs> Forgot to go in between 2004 and 2008. Oh, there we go. Uh, yeah, he's, he's from... Yeah, that's a, that's the guy. I think that's the guy. He used to be like a weird... Um, Yeah. Uh, Yeah, why would you... You know, you'd make your money first, then you go shouting your mouth off on the Guinness Book of Records, didn't you? Um, you don't go for that first before you've fucking made your money at the casino. Jesus, he might have a good memory, but he's a fucking idiot. Um, age 44, I, I don't think that's the guy I'm thinking of, but anyway, this is another guy. Um, um, yeah, anyway, let's talk about something else. Let's talk about something else. Been talking about this far too long. Fucking hell. 23 minutes. Um... Good news. Here's some good news um, that we saw. A Galapagos tortoise um, 
uh, it's been found alive is uh, from a species thought to be extinct. Uh, genetics tests have confirmed that a giant tortoise found on the Galapagos Islands is from a species which scientists thought had died out more than a century ago. The single female, she's a single female, was discovered during a 2019 expedition to Fernandina Island. Uh, to prove the link, scientists took samples from the female to compare to the remains of a male from the species Kelanoidis fantasticus. Mm. The last previous sighting of the species had been in 1906. So she must have been born after that then, surely. So there must be, there must be another one around. The sighting was made by scientists from the California Agency of Scientists who sailed to the Galapagos Islands. What a job that is to carry out comprehensive survey of their flora and fauna. Yeah, I bet. They took back the male specimen to the Academy's herpetology department. And it was samples from there that allowed genetics, uh, geneticists from Yale University to determine 115 years later that the female found in 2019 is indeed a Cephalonoidus fantasticus, also known as Fernandina giant tortoise. I like I like the first name, the Fantasticus. Yeah, it's believed to right. So there's one left. How the fuck does that happen? Surely, that's not been born in 1905. Uh. Oh, yeah, it says he's estimated to be more than 100 years old. He's currently in a breeding centre on Santa Cruz Island. I ain't going to breed much if it's the last one, is it? Not unless it starts going all fucking weird Jurassic Park and they start impregnating themselves. Nature finds a way. Really? Does it? Uh, scientists found prints and faeces on Fernandina Island, which they think indicate that there are more individuals of the species left in the wild. Get out there, girl! Surely the best thing to um, uh, find them is, like, just get her in heat, and if there's any males out there, they'll smell it a mile off and come, you know. So she's not the only one, then. There is, like, more to, more to it than just one left. I always think, you know, when they say, uh, what was it? Was it Sad Terry or something like that? <laughs> that wasn't the name of it. Um, but the last of its species, there was like some fucking tortoise that died recently, weren't there? What is his name? Lonely Ken or something like that? Tortoise. Lonely. Um, yeah. Lonesome George, that's it. Lonesome George. Um, uh, yeah, it was the last of his species. Died in 2012, wasn't it? And you just think, well, they might as well just... Unless they're going to clone it. In which case, everything comes from that. So they're probably... You know... The, ones, the clones of that taught us are going to probably be sterile or, you know, you know, if they had kids, they'd come out with, like, two shells and a fucking, you know, half a head or something like that. Um, I always think when there's one left, you just think, what's the point? You know, you might as well just pull it a, a bullet in the back of its brain now because it's, it's, its whole reason for being or being here has gone. 
you know, all you're going to do is stick it. I think what they did with that Lonesome George was just stick it in a, like, you know, like a the equivalent of a of a zoo for a tortoise. And just stick it in there and roam about a bit. It's not doing any. Hey, but like these, we need these for the world. Really? One, one of them. One of them's going to have that big effect. You might, you might as well put a bullet in the back of its brain, you know, hollow it out and put it, make it shell into a fucking coffee table. (laughs) That's it. It's over. It's over for that species. Yes, we might have caused it, you know, eating too many of them in the 19th and 18th centuries. You know, we may have, like, caused that species to die out, but, you know, it reaches a certain stage where there's, like, you know, there's a 100 of them left or something, you know, 200 animals left or less than a 1,000. You might as well just obliterate all of them. They're gone, aren't they? You know, they've had their time. They couldn't adapt to a new environment with us shooting them. They didn't grow bulletproof fur, (laughs) did they? Or the ability to um, get out of a snare. They've not adapted to the modern world, have they? To outrun an automobile as it's fucking bearing down them on a uh, dark desert highway. (laughs) Almost broke into song there. There's got to be a point where you just think, fuck it, they're not really, you know, doing the job in nature that they were designed to do or what they evolved to do. They're not doing that anymore. Someone else has come through and taken that role, either of predator or prey or whatever. Just get rid of them. You know, start again. We'll dust our hands of it, put our hands up. Okay, that was our fault, right? The reason those tortoises died out is our fault. We're not going to do it again, but we're going to draw a line under this. We're going to draw a line in the sand there. As soon as we kill this last tortoise, we're not going to kill anymore. We're going to kill this one, finish off that species. We're going to put it... (laughs) We're going to all all put it down to a learning experience. Yeah? We went a bit crazy with the tortoises. But, uh... But definitely, definitely with these other animals, we're definitely going to save them. But this one, I'm sorry, Lonesome George. Uh, You've got to go, me old Billy. Uh, But uh, you'll be happy to know we're going to get that shell all polished up for you. And you are going to look fucking wicked uh, with a couple of cocktails uh, balanced on you. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, What are we on? 30 minutes, people. Uh, we got a bit sidetracked, uh, as ever, didn't we? As ever. Um, that was uh, episode 216 of the Ben Briggs podcast. Um, I uh, will be back on, could be Tuesday, possibly Wednesday, motherfuckers, because I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, right? I don't know if I mentioned it earlier. I'm like going on holiday and shit. So, um, yeah, so um, Tuesday, possibly Wednesday. Anyway. Um, have a good rest of your week, uh, motherfuckers. Or oh, if you want to contact me at all, it's just podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. Get that in there, motherfuckers. Um, have a good rest of your weekend. Uh, I'll speak to you uh, on the next episode, uh, Tuesday, stroke Wednesday. You take care now.